And now, The Snark Factor with Fingers Malloy. But resist, we much. We must, and we will much. Good morning. Sunday morning. Good morning. Wednesday morning, Nan. And the Biden Unity and Healing Tour continues. If you if you actually believe that they're trying to unify and heal the country. Welcome to the morning commute. I'm Fingers Malloy. You are supposed to forget everything that happened over the past four years. You're supposed to forget all the calls of impeachment before Trump even took the oath of office from elected officials on the Democratic side. You're supposed to forget that they called you racists for four years. You're supposed to forget that they called you homophobes for four years. You're supposed to forget all of that now. You're supposed to forget the four-year temper tantrum. Well, we won't forget. Welcome to the home of the resistance right here on the Snark Factor. We're going to have fun with this gang because we know they aren't serious about unity and healing. The only form of unity that they're looking for is for you to chuck out all of your beliefs and just conform. That's their form of unity. Trump is Hitler, remember. What do I mean by that? I mean, uh, listen, that was one of the the narratives that the left had been pushing for four years. Oh, he's new Hitler. Like, we haven't heard that before. Bush was new Hitler. Then Romney. Oh, my gosh, Romney. He, he's, he's, he's Hitler. Well, now we really had Hitler in the form of Donald Trump, according to the left. Oh, you're exaggerating fingers. Well, let me, let me play for you a clip of Representative Jim Clyburn on the Chris Cuomo show bringing his message of unity and healing to CNN. And then I've been telling people for a long time now, I'm beginning to see what happened in Germany back in the 1930s. I never thought that could happen in this country. Uh, how do you elect a person president, then all of a sudden uh, give him the authority to be dictator? That's what we're teetering on here. Uh, that's what Hitler did in Germany. He was elected chancellor, and then because he uh, successfully discredited the news media, took over the churches. I cannot see that happening here. It may happen, but if it did, uh, that means uh, that the American people are much more or less, I should say, uh, intelligent uh, than I uh, think they are. Chris Cuomo pushed back. And by pushing back, I mean uh, he didn't push back. My, uh, there, there are so many things you can take away from that ridiculous rant. One of the takeaways I have is I'm really getting sick and tired of hearing how Trump is discrediting the mainstream media. They did it to themselves. The Media Research Center found this year that from March 4th, when Joe Biden had basically wrapped up the Democratic nomination through May 31st, Trump coverage on ABC, CBS, and NBC evening newscasts was 94% negative. In May, it was 99.5% negative, an all-time low. 
Trump didn't discredit the mainstream media. The mainstream media did it to themselves. Conservatives have been talking about this for a long time, that the mainstream media is corrupt. It's just a propaganda wing of the Democratic Party. If we take nothing else away from this four-year Trump administration, it is that. But they continue to complain that Trump is fighting this and taking it to the courts. And I say, Trump should. I am not saying that Joe Biden won the election because of election fraud. However, what I am saying is there are too many irregularities not to investigate. And if nothing else, if Trump goes to court and he doesn't win his cases and Biden becomes president of the United States, if it highlights these shenanigans in Democratic-controlled cities across this country, then it's worth it. Right now, Biden has a 14,000-vote lead in the state of Georgia. David Schaefer, who is the chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, tweeted out a few interesting things last night. Congressman Doug Collins and I wrote... Today, to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Sorry, Brad, if I mispronounced your last name. I know you're a listener. Wrote to the Secretary of State describing the election irregularities which cause us concern. We also provided his office with sworn testimony supporting our concerns. What are his concerns? What are their concerns? Designated Republican observers and members of the public have been denied the opportunity to observe the counting of votes as required by law. Thousands of ballots have been unlawfully counted in secret. Voter review panels in at least eight counties, eight counties, have met to adjudicate disputed ballots without notice to the Republican members as required by law. Now, if David Schaefer, chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, is lying about this, he shouldn't be chairman of the Republican Party of the state of Georgia anymore. He should be thrown out of the Republican Party. He shouldn't be allowed to run a garage sale. But if he's telling the truth... That this actually happened? There needs to be an investigation. If laws were broken, people need to be arrested and prosecuted. Why is this so controversial? Why does the left continue to fight this? I would think that they would agree with something like this. Unless their mentality is win at all costs. These shenanigans, whether they're in Atlanta, in Philadelphia, in Detroit, need to be highlighted. And if uh, election laws were violated, the people who broke the law should be arrested, prosecuted, and if they broke the law, convicted. This stuff needs to come to an end And that should not be controversial.
But the Unity Tour continues. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Katy Perry, you know Katy Perry, pop star. She encouraged harmony with Trump supporters on Twitter. And the reaction is about what you would expect. Katy Perry, according to the Daily Wire, is getting hit by leftists for daring to encourage harmony with Trump supporters. In a tweet on Sunday, one day after the media declared Biden the winner in the 2020 election, Katy Perry said that she called her Trump-supporting family members to say she loves them. The first thing I did when the presidency was called is text and call my family members who do not agree and tell them I love them and am here for them. Call your family today. Happy Sunday, she tweeted. Well, that set off a firestorm on social media because social media sucks. I'm not going to do that because these people voted against my basic human rights, but thanks so much for the tip, Katie. Tweeted one user. I can't call my family because they voted against me and my right to love the person I do. So no, it's not family first, unfortunately. And this tweet is a bit insensitive to those who have a similar situation. I have to, again, I have to ask, where has Trump demonstrated that he is against gay marriage? Oh, well, he said this one thing this one time. Okay, what did the Trump administration do to make it harder for you to be married if you're not heterosexual? There's no unifying with these people. The left. We are a country which appears to be permanently divided. We're two separate countries. If you are a Trump supporter and you have any clout, they don't want you to be able to work anymore. They're putting lists together and they're checking it twice. Going to find out over the last four years who was naughty and who was nice. And if you were a Trump supporter... If you are a, a media mogul who, who supported Trump, if you are a po- public official who worked for the Trump administration, if you were, say, a senator right now who hasn't called and congratulated Joe Biden, you're on the naughty list. And you shouldn't be able to work. No. There's no unifying with these people. And the idea that Trump pushing back and saying, I want every legal vote counted is some sort of unprecedented move by a a presidential candidate is just ridiculous. And it's not going to harm the republic. December 13th, 2000, ladies and gentlemen, that was the date that Al Gore conceded the presidential election to George W. Bush. December 13th. And the Republic survived. There's nothing wrong with waiting until all the legal votes have been counted. And there's nothing wrong with going to court to make sure that some of these shenanigans that went on will be highlighted. And hopefully 
overturned if they are if there were illegal ballots counted. That's all. And that shouldn't be controversial. We're going to continue resistance radio here on the Snark Factor Morning Commute because it's going to be fun. Also, we're going to highlight Joe Biden's platform and how awful it is for America. And today, let's discuss the $15 an hour minimum wage, the push for 15 This is from a piece from our good pal Ash Scow over at the Daily Wire. Instituting a minimum wage hike to $15 as Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden supports would cost 2 million American jobs, a new report claimed. The report from economics professor David McPherson at Trinity University in Texas and business professor William Evan at Miami University in Ohio found that enacting a federal wage of $15 would hurt the economy, especially industries already hit by the coronavirus pandemic. Now, we've talked about this on the Snark Factor. You're already seeing as wage pressures continue uh, at places like fast food restaurants, automation is happening in the fast food industry, you go to a McDonald's, you go to a fast food joint, you're starting to see the kiosks where you can order and pay right there and you just wait for your food to pick it up because that's less expensive than paying a cashier $15 an hour. White Castle is experimenting right now with an automated, a robotic fry cook. You don't think this is going to happen? If there's a federal minimum wage of $15 an hour, and once again, who does it hurt? It hurts the poor. That's what leftist policies do. Whether it's the Green New Deal, which will increase energy costs, which will in turn make food costs skyrocket, who will it hurt the most? It will hurt the poor. And meanwhile, the left will run around with an empathetic look on their faces saying, oh, we care about the poor. Your policies suck, and they hurt the poor. A minimum wage is a training wage. It's not designed for people to raise a family on. It's for people who have minimal skills, and you learn a skill set, and eventually you move out of that minimum wage job into something more. But if the left continues to push this, what's going to happen? Millions will be unemployed. That doesn't help the poor. It hurts the poor. That's it for today. A very happy Veterans Day. Thank you to all of you who serve this fine nation. And we'll be back tomorrow with an all-new Snark Factor morning commute.